Hello and welcome to Beautiful Road Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Paris, and I am here with yet another episode. And as always, I thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, Anything that I bring is based off my own experience, and I am on my journey, all right? I am becoming who God has called me to be every single day. You know, he deals with me, and he constantly pulling layer off a layer off a layer. Um, And I'm just showing you the good the bad the ugly the pretty anything that i get revelation on i come on here and i speak on it you know so you at the right place i'm always going to make sure that anything that i bring to you is going to either motivate you encourage you is going to give you enlightenment whatever it is is to help you in your life in whatever situation that you have going on that's my goal that's my motive all right Thank you for listening. Now, I want to start, you know, speaking more on relationship, you know, singleness and dating, all of that, because that is another, you know, part of me that I believe that I can speak on because I have learned a lot in those areas. I have gotten revelations and, you know, my belief system when it comes to um, singleness and relationship has totally changed. Um, ever since I gotten into, you know, the presence of God, I don't see relationships like I used to. I don't treat them like I used to. And I'm speaking on a romantic standpoint. Um, I've always, when I was a teenager, you know, I got into a relationship. My first long-term, we used to call them long-term relationship, short-term relationships or whatever the case. You know, relationship was none you know, in my youth, (laughs) but as I got older, after life was handed to me, and I've dealt with a lot, I've been through a lot, and things started to change, the relationship started to change, you know, Um, and I kept getting into toxic relationship, because that was normal, that was in my environment, that was in my community, that is something we did, having a boyfriend, was right next door to marriage you know you get treated a certain way when you're in a relationship right but we're we're christians okay that's being religious but anywho um i didn't know my worth i didn't know uh who i was so i didn't feel the need to i didn't know about boundaries limitations i didn't know about morals and all of those things when getting into the relationship standards i tolerated whatever would tolerate me because i was broken okay your girl was broken and i have stories that i'm too ashamed to tell i have stories you know that can help somebody that can show somebody that god can make you a living testimony i am a witness (laughs) um And that's why I do this, because God has to show me that everything that you've been through in your life is going to help somebody else. It's not in vain. And when you realize that there are still people going through the very thing that God has delivered you from, it gives you compassion to want to go out here and tell your story. Because you have people that's like, why you want to tell everybody my business? Why you want to let everybody know what you've been through? This is why people are not getting healed. 
because we are constantly being led by, by false presentation people need to see that there was somebody that was like them in a different space mental and emotional space a woman needs to see another woman who has been through a lot of heartache who has been through a lot who has done shameful things who have made bad choices in men she needs to see that woman in a place in her life whether it be a single woman where she is flourishing she is prospering she is doing great things for the kingdom or whether she is married to a man who adores her that gives a woman who is in a position where she is living a rebellious life that gives her hope that encourages her to want to live a better life this is why we're here what we've been through us being here on this earth has nothing to do with us it's not about us it's about God's purpose his purpose is always going to be to reach a soul and when I got that understanding and when I came into that revelation I understand why I can't be afraid to tell whatever God placed on my whatever he say tell him I'm doing it you know, because who am I trying, who or what am I trying to prove to anybody? And one thing about my life, people always talked about me. I never had no secret. And I believe that's probably what God was preparing me for. <laughs> like, you know what? You gonna, it, it's not, it don't bother me because somebody out there telling my story anyway. But if I'm gonna tell it, it's gonna come from the truth and not from a place of offense and not from a place of hurt. Or anything like that. But somebody is always out there telling your story. Trust me when I tell you. You will be amazed who is sitting around having table talk about you. That secret that was supposed to be just between you and, and that cousin. Or you and that best friend. Somebody is talking about you. We've done it. We've all done it. Especially if your heart is not right. You're broken and you're hurt. That's the language of toxicity. So cut it. Don't be afraid. If God, if you know God is knocking on your doors, knocking on the doors of your heart, and He wants to use you, don't be afraid to use your voice. Because we live in a time ain't no such thing as privacy. So why not use your story to bless somebody else's life? The stuff that they show out here ain't got none on what you trying to hide. And there are certain things that God would rather just, hey, we're going to leave that under the blood. It's a certain thing God would be like, I, I got you. The blood going to cover that. Because when you're living a life where you don't know better and you only doing what was exposed to you, what was talked to you, what was projected on you, 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 what can you do? And certain things God will have so much grace on him, like, don't worry about that. And then there's certain things God will be like, I got you. You can go ahead, tell your story. Because there's certain things in my life, it's just between me and God. And I'm okay to say that. It's just between me and God. But there's a lot of things that I am so okay to talk about. Because I know and I've seen 
And I know that I'm called, and I always say that I'm called to women because the stuff that I done as a woman, oh, oh my God. And when I see that there are other young women and I'll be looking and I'll be like, wow. It's kind of like that movie, Play, play, play a Club. Y'all remember old girl who was a stripper? Not the like, not Lisa Ray, but her cousin who was out here. She was living a rebellious life, and that life turned that turned around and caused her to experience something in that hotel room when she really, when they raped her and they beat her up real bad. It humbles her, and then she started two girls coming to the shoe store. At the end of the movie, she was humbled. And she say, hey, don't, don't, you make that money. Don't let that money make you. That's what life would do to you. It would beat you up so bad. And it would have you so humble that when you see people walking in the footsteps that you want to walk in, you will look at them with so, humi- so much humility and you will give them that advice like, hey, you better be careful. You better be careful. And I had to use that example because that is what it really looks like in the spiritual realm. And that's how, you know, some of us, unfortunately, we had to deal with some serious, serious things in life because of our choices, because of our ignorance, and because of what we didn't know. And it really, certain things happen and it humbled us. And when God get his hand on you while you are in your humility, you will develop a compassion to pass it on down to the next. You can't worry about what they say because at the end of the day, they were talking when you didn't care. And they're going to talk when you do care. They were talking when you didn't know they were talking. And they're going to talk when you do know they're talking. You can't never shut up the naysayers. So you always have to make sure that you are used for the purpose that God has placed on your life. You are used for the people that God will call to you or for the people that God will call you to. It's always a reasoning. So when I share my story, it is definitely because of the compassion I have in my heart. And when it comes to relationships, oh my goodness, I've always found myself in toxic relationships. I'm talking about relationships that was, it, it was so bad to where because of my belief, and, it, 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 and that's why we have to allow God to renew our mind because I didn't have nobody around me to teach me anything else. So since this is all I knew, since this was my belief, that once I get that right guy, once I land that right relationship, my problems will go away. And you will have women who is broken, who is hurting, who is wounded, who needs to be on somebody's couch, who needs to be, you know, literally just in a season to herself. I was watching Robert Blake, and he said something that really and at first I got it was like a quick offense and then God was like no listen to what he's saying (laughs) but he was like if you're a type of woman that is desperately in need for a relationship to where you have no morals and no boundaries and no standards you you need to be isolated he used the word isolated he you need to just be off to yourself you don't need to be around nobody and I'm like, now why would you say it like that? And then God reminded me of my life. 
Because when you're dealing with low stuff for sin, when you're dealing with low stuff worth, and you having a bad stuff image about yourself, you're like a city with no wall. Literally, like the word said, you have no boundary, you have no morals, you have no standards, you don't care about what people think, you just want what you want. And a person who has low self-esteem and a person who don't like themselves, they don't care what type of situation that they put themselves in, that they do become dangerous. Them are the most dangerous people that you can get into, you know, into a soul tie with. Because when I think about how I was out here living, because of the brokenness that I was experiencing within, the situations I kept getting into, near-death situation, taking with the way I was taking it, because it's like it was I had that I will cross that bridge when I get their mentality. All I know is that I needed my coping mechanism. When you have low self-esteem and you've been traumatized and you have wounds, you have certain coping mechanisms that you depend on to get you through life. It can be sex, it can be weed, it can be liquor, it can be partying all the time. It can be toxic relationships. Have you ever sat back and you watched somebody and you said, why they keep getting into relationships like that? Why do they keep doing it to themselves? Why do they keep making the same decision over and over? What are they trying to do? And then we would find ourselves into the company and presence of people who don't love us, especially women. We would get in relationship with men who don't even have the desire to even ever make us their wife who just want to get us on our back and get what they want and keep it moving and then you'll sit there and have the hope that he'll call you back have the hope that he'll reach out to reach out to you and you you you're expecting to have that relationship that you start on tv and i'm speaking from a place of compassion because Literally, I'm I'm picturing a woman who genuinely don't know better. A woman who just don't know that what she is doing is the wrong way. Somebody never taught her on, you know, taught her and told her, baby girl, no. A pastor gave an example. And he... Um, and I, and I love this example. And he said that, because sometimes we go based off what was domesticated on us, what was projected on us, what we were exposed to, what we only saw until somebody else come and tell us something different. And that's why you can't never judge nobody when they live a dark path, when they live a dark life, when they do things that don't make sense. Because when you don't know better, how you gonna do better? But a pastor, he was he used this example and he said he used this story shall I say he said there was a young girl she would watch her mother prepare Thanksgiving dinner and every time she would prep 
the turkey, she noticed that her mom would cut off the leg of the turkey, right? And put the turkey in and put the legs on top of the turkey and bake the turkey that way. As the young girl grew to be an adult woman, she started to prepare her, because that's how she started. That's how she saw her mom do it. And her sister came into the picture. Um, No, her sister came into the kitchen, shall I say, one day as she watched her younger sister prepare the turkey like that. She cut the legs off, put the turkey in the pot, put the legs on top. So she asked her younger sister, why do you cook your turkey like that? She was like, because I saw mom do it. And the young and the older sister told her, "Oh no, the reason why mom did it like that because back then she could not afford a bigger pot." Now, many probably would say, "Well, if she was using a bigger pot, it would make sense to put the turkey in the pot because the pot is bigger." No, if she just know all she know is that's what she saw. That's what that. That is what was. That's what she was exposed to. That was. That is what made sense to her. So when her sister told her that, it changed her whole perspective. Now she's able to see. Oh, okay. So there's no specific reason on why she cut the legs off the turkey. It was okay, and that's what happened when young women who don't have examples around them. That's what happened when young women had been exposed you know to toxicity all their lives and they don't know what love is they don't know how to love themselves they never had nobody around them to teach them how to have emotional intelligence or people with emotional intelligence to teach them how to love properly they never had that a lot of women never had a male figure in a male role model in their life to be an example that they can watch love on another woman in a way that a woman is supposed to be loved when you see a woman who is constantly getting in toxic relationship who have a promiscuous lifestyle who is living a rebellious lifestyle who has no morals no standards no boundaries you looking at a generational curse you looking at someone who has been raised in a in a in a bad environment you looking at someone who has been traumatized who has dealt with a lot And I'm saying this because if that person is you and you are listening to this podcast, you deserve so much better. You're not going to get what you need in a relationship. You're not going to get what you need in a relationship. Stop hurting yourself. Stop hurting yourself to a point where you're treating yourself like you're not worth anything in this world like there is no value to you and you would find people living a lifestyle a very reckless lifestyle because of the word that was projected on them now I'm trying to merge this into what I was going to talk about because I said it was going to be about relationship but I think Holy Spirit is leading me to something else so I'm going with the flow and I'm getting emotional, but uh, I'm not going to edit this because this is real. But you will find people who is doing things and living a lifestyle that they know is harming them. 
they know it's not healthy mentally emotionally they would know that the person that they are engaged in in the person that they are with don't love them but it can be the the stuff hate that we can walk around with the the low self-esteem the the things that is within us that will allow us to do things that don't make sense to others i've been there i've been there and there been times i had to sit back and i had to just cry because when god bring you into a place see this is my life changed when I decided to give my life to God, when I decided to say no to toxic relationship, I just I, I shut all of that down. I shut it all down. I shut it click 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 all the way down, right? Because I knew if I kept living that lifestyle, I was gonna end up dead. I was gonna end up in a mental institution or hurt very bad. It was a knowing that I had in my spirit that it, it was an urgency. It was a hard knock that I kept getting on the doors of my heart from God that I needed to change my life. And just like that young girl who watched her mother prepare the turkey a certain way, it took her sister to challenge her perspective and show her, hey, this is not how it goes. God blessed me with a mentor. All these years, never had no guidance, never had anybody to teach me or show me. I ended up meeting my mentor, and I followed my mentor for six years on her social media before I actually became her mentee. And she was teaching me what my father didn't get a chance to teach me because he was murdered. She was teaching me what my mother didn't know how to teach me because she didn't have the emotional intelligence. And from what she's learned, she was imparting that information into me as her mentee. And then on top of that, I met, you know, I had another male mentee who, you know, I was able to experience, you know, godly love from. Like God just started bringing people into my life. And in the last two years, since I've really been seeking God like never before. You talking about, I've spent a lot of time crying, not because I was sad, it's because I was, well, there are some times I've cried because I've grieved for a small, you know, season because God, when he showed me what I was doing to myself, when I didn't, when I realized I genuinely didn't, I was living because, the way the lifestyle that I was living because I genuinely didn't know better that hurt it because when I found out the truth that's why you don't want to be out here letting the enemy use you he'll have you living in vomit and you thinking you all right and you got it together but when God exposed that lifestyle when his light exposed that darkness and you see how ugly and how filthy it is you would cry because in that moment it you would also develop compassion towards yourself and love yourself and you're in that moment when you're forgiving yourself it hurt because you like 
the same way you have to look at somebody that you've hurt so bad when you find out it was because of a problem that you had or an addition that you had and you genuinely sorry you're gonna have that same thing towards yourself and I had to go through a, a season of grief because I had to cry that stuff out. I had to get released from a lot of toxic things. And it was so uncomfortable and it hurt it. And then as God began to wipe away my tears and I started to forgive myself. And I started to get a, a, a new identity and he, he brought me and showed me who I was. I developed a compassion and I said, Lord, use me. He even showed me a vision that he called me to help women who been through or suffered the way I did. He showed me that, and that's how I know that's my purpose. See, there is so much more to many of you. You don't even know it. You don't even know it because when you're in that broken place, when you live in a, a, a low life, when you're constantly you know, allowing depression to take over you, allowing, you know, bitterness and anger to operate, to manifest in your character, in your personality, you don't see the you that God has created. You don't see the purpose that's on your life. You don't see the value that God has placed on you. You don't see the love that he has for you. You only see where you are now. You only see your circumstances. You only see what they say about you. You only see how that God treated you. How he don't return your cause. How he talked to you like you're nothing. But I'm here to tell you, get out of that lifestyle. Ain't nothing in those streets. And it's a lot of women. We live in a time that women need to really be hidden in the presence of God. The enemy is after that gender like never before we living in a time that there is a generation of men that literally hates us and if you got a calling on your life and there's something on you the enemy gonna purposely put you in the presence of his son so they can hate you even the most when I was out here Cause I knew I always had something on my life. And the only type of men that I was entertaining was men to make me look at myself worse than what I did before. Men who would literally treat me like poop. Okay? I want to say the real word, but we're going to keep this podcast clean. And I'm being very transparent with you. Because it's not about me. And I'm being transparent because I know where I'm at now. I know somebody will look at my life and see my accomplishment and see where I'm at, see the confidence that I have, and I'm an example to show you that when God get his hands on you, where you was, who you was, what you've done, ain't got nothing on what God wants to take you, ain't got nothing on who God has called you to become. It overrides all of that. We need to stop looking for love in the men in these streets and get into the presence of God. Some of us in relationships that does not serve us no justice, that does not do anything for us. We feel sad, you feel lonely, you're tired, but you're holding on because you want to keep a certain image. What image are you holding on to? Let me tell you something. I thought I was in, you know, having love in those type of relationships, but 
me looking on the other side the love that I get from God and it, it, it is so beautiful what you're looking for I'm experiencing it right now what you're waiting on him to give you I'm getting it right now as a single woman not saying that I don't want marriage it didn't take marriage to get that it don't take a toxic relationship to get that God be he is so amazing the way he loved like this morning he, I can tell he was loving on me because I was laying down and I was so overwhelmed with peace I couldn't get up and it was like okay Lord I, I need to get up because and, and it's that time and I'm being transparent it's that time that time that monthly time for me and I go through a lot I be in pain I be you know because you know you have women that be like oh I wish I had a man at around this time but let me tell you how Holy Spirit is he know how to relax your body he know how to make you feel comfortable that's a whole nother episode and I'm laying in the bed and I'm and I'm talking about I'm so overwhelmed with peace I'm comfortable I'm relaxed it's equivalent to a man bringing me some hot tea I said Holy Spirit I can feel your love I want us to cry laying there See, that's a whole nother episode right there. So I just wanted to, I didn't know what I was going to, now I got to change the name of this episode. I thought it was going to be about, it just, I just went with the flow. And I hope this blessed somebody, because I don't know who listening to this, but God loves you. He's waiting on you. You know he's been knocking on the doors of your heart. Leave that man alone. Leave them toxic relationship alone. Leave that sweet life alone. Stop letting these men trample on your heart and let love dwell in your heart. Let him heal you. Let him give you back your identity. Just know he loved you. Thank you for listening to Beautiful Rose Podcast. Talk to you soon.